Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios, driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio redefined. With Kenny Sargent, Beijing Doctor Douchebag, Crash Gladys, Get in Crash Position, and Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the Freaks. Coming off three. Well, we say it all the time, Freak Nation, but this is a very special Sunday night for you. From the infield, Daytona International Speedway wrapped up a Rolex 24-hour. Thank you, Continental Tire, for allowing us to bring in the Mobile Lucas Oil Studios. The well, Mobile. Mobile. Do we say, do you, in, in the South, do you say Mobile or Mobile? Mo, mo, what do you say, mobile, mobile is a place okay. in Alabama. Statman used to live in Mobile, Alabama. How was they, that? Well, actually, they say Portable. Hey, bada bing. <laughs> that, yep, that works. Rolex 24 Hours wrapped its butt up for 2018. We're going to hear from your overall winners. Joao Barbosa is going to be joining us in here. Christian Fittipaldi, your GTLM winners. Uh, Chip Ganassi, another freaking Rolex. We'll hear from one of his drivers, Ryan Briscoe, here in the Freak Nation. And we're going to hear from one guy who should have won, an F1 champion who should have been at the victory circle you think he never had the car though i don't care he's good enough he's good enough to be an f1 champion he's good enough to be to win the daytona stop teasing the freak nation stat man who in the hell we're gonna hear from so who an f nigel mansell who what who fernando alonso i got a couple of friends who are massive fans of his yeah yeah one just a couple (laughs) <laughs> one guy in the Dominican. Well, I got one friend who said they'll never win another race. But oh, that's oh, another. Oops. Yeah, big that's fan another there. issue altogether. <laughs> so, Formula One champion two times, Fernando Alonso in his first Daytona 24 hour. He will be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Dude was having a lot of fun this weekend. So, looking forward to catching up with Fernando and the guy responsible for bringing Fernando Alonso over here for the Indy 500 last year and for the Rolex 24. The head of McLaren Technologies, Executive Director Zach Brown. We'll be joining us in the second hour. And Eric Jones, NASCAR Cup star, running for Joe Gibbs, racing part of a West Coast media tour, will also be joining us in the second hour. It was Zach Brown who just sent an email to Fernando and said, go do this. (laughs) And Fernando said, when Zach speaks, I listen. When he said, okay, we're doing the 24. He said, I'm, this, is, this is your schedule for 2018. You're doing the Rolex 24, and I might have you travel to a few other places in America while you're there. Yeah, right. Okay, yeah. Zach. Whatever you say, partner. But, and I don't want to ruin, and I'm not going to ruin the interview. I don't want to talk too much about Fernando Alonso and the interview that we got coming up with him. But it's, we know the culture that is Formula One, and up until recently, they were unfreaking touchable. They would have maybe one in- series. one interview scheduled for the town or the city they would go into, uh, zero appearances with the fans. But from what you tell me, because I've watched a damn Formula One race in a long damn time, that's changed. The culture of Formula One has changed to where aren't they reaching out to the fans? Listen, it's all relative. Reaching out to the fans and maybe their base a little bit more? Well, they know who was the group that, that bought out Formula One. Liberty Media. Liberty Media. And they know that things needed to be a little bit different when overall the economies were 
yeah, I guess you could say they crashed in the year 2006, 2007. And then when Liberty Media kind of came in and sort of rescued the Formula One series, they realized we got to start doing things differently because you still don't have as big a footprint that you really want in America. If you spent $8 billion buying something, yeah, that something is going to go out and get some of that money back for you. And a brief history on Liberty Media. This is a U.S. company going out and buying the largest one of the largest, if not the, probably second to soccer, largest sport on the planet, which is Formula One. Yes. $8 billion. Liberty Media is big enough to own the Discovery Channel, which owns Oprah Winfrey Network. Uh-huh. That's Damn. how big Liberty Media is. So Liberty Media, $8 billion is pocket change to them. Well, not eight billion is not pocket change. <laughs> I don't know. They could have a couple hundred billion with all of what they do own. Yeah, but it's it's not pocket change. When you spend eight billion, you want nine billion back. So, Freak Nation, <laughs> in the next true. two hours, it's going to be a fantastic show for you. Sports car, uh, IndyCar, NASCAR. In fact, Bobby Rahal, Indy 500 champion, IndyCar champion, one of the legends. Yeah, we got a lot in, of names on this show. In motorsports, he received the Bob Snodgrass Award, which is given to all, to those who really have contributed to not just sports cars, but motorsports in motor general. Motorsports in general, right? yeah. Bob Snodgrass, he was in the Freak Nation several times. Yes. An incredible voice. Stunningly incredible. The deep voice. A voice that oh. starts below the tree roots. The tree roots. <laughs> starts down in his cockles. Snodgrass, though, ginormous in road racing overall, sports cars especially. Brumos Porsche. Brumos yeah. Porsche, yeah. Passed away many years ago, but obviously has left his legacy. Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. The Freaks. Welcoming in... The second half of the Freak Nation affiliates for Speed Freaks on a Sunday night from the Rolex 24-hour. We're in the infield, Daytona International Speedway, 2018 in the books. Joe Albarbosa, Christian Fittipaldi, your winners, will be joining us in about six or seven minutes. Also, Bobby Rahal from IndyCar, Eric Jones from NASCAR, Fernando Alonso, two-time F1 champion, will be in here. And again, thank you, Continental Tires, for making this thing possible. To get your Continental Tires... Go to Discount Tire or go to ContinentalTire.com to find the righteous rubber for your righteous ride. The first, Crash Pad is pit news and notes. Go. All right, yeah, the big story on the weekend is the, or was, the 50th, 6th running of the 24 Hours of Daytona. More on that in just a little bit, but how about Supercross? After wrapping a NASCAR West Coast media tour on Friday, NASCAR driver Ricky Stenhouse Jr. stuck around in Phoenix to witness the greatness that is Eli Tomac. Eli Tomac took the Triple Crown format of Supercross last weekend in SoCal and then backed up his performance by leading every lap of the Phoenix round this weekend in Supercross. Remember, this is the guy who DNF'd the first round of the season. So when he, even with his back-to-back wins, Eli Tomac six tenth in points. Can I stop? 36 behind leader Jason Anderson. Right there. Can we just yeah. turn that to DNFF? Because when you don't finish, that's F. Did not effing finish. All right, okay, there you go. So fine. Just, from this point forward, it's DNF. Eli Tomac had a DNFF to start the Supercross <laughs> season. Now he's had back-to-back wins, but he's still 10th in points. Hello. The 24 Hours of Daytona kicked off the sports car season this weekend in Daytona, where we are all camped out right now. 
Speaking of domination, like Eli Tomac did, the Action Express team and Chip Ganassi Racing team both did just that. Action Express driver Felipe Albuquerque drove their Cadillac across the finish line for his first Rolex watch, the third watch for his co-drivers Christian Fittipaldi and Joel Barbosa. Regarding the win in the GTLM class for Chip Ganassi, it was their 66 car with Joey Hand, Dirk Mueller, and Sebastian Bourdais that dominated the weekend, but with just a couple hours remaining, Scott Dixon, Richard Westbrook, and Ryan Briscoe took over the lead from their teammates and never looked back. Those very winners, Ryan Briscoe especially, coming up in just minutes. And, yes, like Kenny just said, Joe Abrabosa and Christian Fittipaldi coming up first, along with F1's Fernando Alonso, legend Bobby Rahal, and NASCAR's Eric Jones. Don't go anywhere. Grab a beer and join the freaks. Beer and popcorn and all that happy stuff, Freak Nation. It's going to be a legend to show. Fernando Alonso, but more importantly, Joe Abrabosa, Christian Fittipaldi. Coming up, Speed Freaks Pits and Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. The Extreme Contact Sport is Continental Tire's newest ultra-high-performance tire. Tested to the limits by championship-winning race car drivers, the Extreme Contact Sport satisfies the most demanding driver. This dynamic street tire was built for car enthusiasts and engineered for extreme grip in dry and wet conditions. Whether it's a Sunday drive on the open road or you need to get to and from work, this tire is for what you do. For more information, visit ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, proud partner with the Freaks. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. Sir Jeremy, you are a true friend of the crown. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Madam Susan, you are an even truer friend of the crown. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. What is that? This is a spiced honey mead wine that I have really been into lately. Please follow Sir Brad. He's going to give you a private tour of the pit of misery. I'm sorry, what? Pit of misery. Dilly dilly. Here's to the friends you can always count on. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. The Coxville Blockers, the Albuquerque Chupacabras, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, we got your attention now, don't we? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history and a meaning behind it, like the Akron Rubbers, the Boston Accents, or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts are awesome, made with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are just stupid soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com and get awesome. Hi, I'm Ryan Seacrest for RAD. Over 300 people in this country are killed every week by a drunk driver. That's the equivalent of two 747 plane crashes every single week. And the problem isn't going away unless we all do our part to stop it. So if you see someone who's about to drive after drinking, get the keys. Don't leave it up to anyone else. Friends don't let friends drive drunk. 
A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Back with Speed Freaks from the Cottonwood Tires and Lucas Oil Pits, State Twenty National Speedway. First hour of the Freaks. Follow us on Twitter at Speed Freaks. We're there for on Facebook and the website SpeedFreaks.tv. Your overall winners: Joao Barbosa, Christian Fittipaldi, with Felipe. Albuquerque. Felipe Albuquerque. Actually, Felipe. Express. Well, where the hell is Albuquerque? I man? know he's being wrangled over there. Where the hell is he, man? <laughs> yeah, it's next door. They close it in their room. I don't know he's what they're probably doing with. To him. One of the lesser shows. Right, true. <laughs> well, r- well, regardless, overall winners, your third? Yes. Holy Both our thirds. Smokes. Two, two together and uh, one kind of like separate. Why are you looking at him? Well, kind of. No, for sure separate. Yeah. Separate, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's either separate or it's not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> separate at birth. Uh, no, after birth. <laughs> ooh, ooh, let's not talk about that. Joao Barbosa, Christian Fittipaldi. Before we get into discussion... Do you realize, Christian, that he thinks there is another man sexier than you on this planet Joel, in regards to Well, Christian? he mentioned to me it was uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, right? Right. Yeah. Do you I, agree? I, I don't know what's up with, the, like, a sexy man. He, he He's after the sexy man. He should be after the sexy woman. Like, <laughs> don't you agree with me or not? Yeah, I do. Okay. <laughs> so ask him, well, hey, come on, Joao, what, what's wrong with you? Yeah, I got that question yesterday, and uh, yeah, he has a picture to show you, too. So yeah, the, the question actually started with Ronaldo's girlfriend, <laughs> and then it just kind of uh, went into, now I got it. who's okay. the sexier Christian? Because you drive with a sexy Christian, but is Ronaldo sexier? <laughs> well, I tell I tell you what, I mean, the fans love Christian Fittipaldi, especially <laughs> women. I, I can assure you that it's like... They, they all come for Christian Fittipaldi, that's for sure. Very dedicated fans. <laughs> now you've got some watches that you could share with one or two of the special ones. You've got one for each wrist, and you got a spare one to dangle out there for the next woman to come along. Well, my my watches are taken. Um, I, we're a family of four, four watches now, so it's like... Uh, if I get another watch, I need to make another um, son or daughter. So <laughs> we'll make a uh, son. I don't know if my wife's going to be very thrilled about it, but yeah, no. the, the no. family needs to grow if I get another watch. Well, I had my taste of looking at the watch, like on the podium, because uh, I mentioned to my wife yesterday, right before we went to sleep, I said, "If if we, if we uh, win tomorrow, the watch is yours." And then she looked at me. I said, "Yeah, like the watch is yours if we win tomorrow." So. Luckily enough, that happened. Um, Luckily for her. Yes, for her, exactly. And unluckily for me, because I don't get to keep a watch. So uh, we were on the podium. I looked at her. I got off the podium, and I gave her the green box. Thank you very much, Rolex, uh, Rolex for, for uh, wow. giving my wife a great present. So hold on a wow. second, though. This is your third, so where are the other two? Well, w- one, I'm wearing it. There you go. Okay, and the other one is at home. So you're all set, Christian Fittipaldi. Yeah. Joel, okay, so one more watch. 
That's all you need. No pressure. No, I, I have four. I have uh, actually in 2003, I won the class. Boom. Okay. So then, yeah, so, now I see what you're saying. Yes. No, your wife doesn't want to make ah, enough. Now, yeah, wasn't that a okay, Seiko? Yeah. Didn't you get a Seiko watch back then? <laughs> or was, was it Timex? Uh, I, Timex. Yeah. I, hope, I hope the inside, when I open it, is not, it doesn't say Timex since you know, <laughs> or the watch. You know, counterfeit. Like, yeah, it's like, I mean, the, usually those ones, they last forever, right? So we'll see about So when they hand you a Rolex, do they say, this is the one you want, or can you order like a female Rolex? No, I don't. I don't think there's a female. Actually, because it's it's engraved in the back of the watch. Like right. the, this one is my '04 watch. I think it says. Or, yeah. No, yeah. Or Rolex winner. It just, just says winner. Yeah, winner. So uh. you get what you get. I hope you like it, and I don't see who is not going to like it. Like, come on, give me a break. You're getting a Rolex Daytona. Like, Let's get one racing question in here before we go to the shoes. Why? Just copied him. Like, uh, he started doing the shoes with his kids before, and then the first time I saw it, I said, wow, that's cool. But then my daughter was too young. She, in those days, she did, like when she first came to Daytona, was in 12 she didn't know how to write yet. So I had to wait, I think, two years. And then she started doing the shoe. And then uh, this actually, no, uh, yesterday morning before the start of the race, because this is a one-year-old shoe, yesterday morning she, she wrote a little bit more. And, and she added here, uh, we, we can win. Aww. And then the, mo- the really cool thing she wrote was be safe. When I saw that, like, uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Real quick, though, real quick, though, we're talking about how both Joao Barbosa and Christian Fittipaldi's kids designed their, their shoes, their racing shoes. And it is pretty cool. We'll get some pictures up on our website, speedfreaks.tv. Let's back up to the middle of the night. Everybody except, you know, the people here at the racetrack are asleep. You, you were chasing most of the race. And suddenly the people that were leading started to fall back. What's that like? When when do you say, all right, now the door is open, it's winning time, let's go forward? When does that happen? Does that happen late at night? Does that happen this morning? Do you ever think you're, the door is open for a win before the checkered flag falls? Oh, definitely not. I mean, uh, 24-hour race, it's not over until it's crossed that uh, checkered flag. You know, it's. I have to say, you, you said that we were kind of like catching up, but Action Express was leading most of the race. You know, we were up there the whole time. You know, it's like either the 31 or the 5, and sometimes the Penske cars were kind of in there for a little bit. But, but the Penske was there, and the 10 led early, too. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, I think Action Express, or I think the 5 car probably led the most laps of everybody. Uh, Certainly, you uh, set a record. Race, what yeah. was it? Eight, over eight hundred. Yeah, laps? it's like it, it set a record of the longest distance, uh, more laps than anyone else in the. Yeah. I mean, it was. I couldn't believe there was only like four or five flags, yeah. yellow flags, during the whole race. That was crazy. It was like super intense race, no time to rest at all, and um, you know the Action Express and the Mustang sampling Cadillac just got it done. And I don't want to say that we're a lazy radio show, but all right, we might be a lazy radio show. When we woke up this morning, yeah, sorry, guys, we kind of slept last night. I see the news that, Christian, you're coming in, leading the race, but possible overheating. What happened there, and how nervous does that make you guys? Well, um, going to what Gary Nelson always mentions, we go to all the races expecting to win. 
sometimes doesn't happen our way. And when, when it doesn't happen our way, we need to regroup and, and try to understand why, why we, we got blown off. <laughs> like maybe competition was better. They just did a, a better job than we did. Then we need to do our, our homework and prep for the next race. So honestly, between action and Cadillac, we had from plan A to plan Z. What if this? What if that? What if this? So we, we try to paint all the possible scenarios. And when that yellow came out, we took the opportunity of going to the garage because we knew we weren't going to lose a lap. And, and, and for us, it was very, very important to keep those two or three laps that we had at the time as a buffer. And in the end, Felipe finished, what, like uh, probably a minute and something ahead yeah, of the right. competition. Yeah, you're right. It was narrowing. Yeah. Exactly. And, and at one point, we were three laps ahead yeah. of everyone else. So that's the way we we operate like always disaster times what two times three two, four three, yeah, yeah three. but that's a that's a championship mentality that's how you win races and that's how you win championships christian fittipaldi you mentioned gary nelson i happen to think and i don't know if many people agree with me i happen to think that action express kind of was chopping along until nelson came in and everything changed after gary nelson came on board do you see it that way? Do you see it that he he bought a different mindset from a different world of racing into the sports cars, and you guys have been winning and, and getting championships ever since? Well, there's no doubt that he brought a different mindset, and, and it helped us a lot. But at the same time, we can't forget all the effort from from the whole team, from all, all the mechanics, from, from everyone that works in the team. And we won the Daytona, um, the the, the uh, uh, 24 hours of Daytona, not between yesterday and today. We started winning back at the shop in Charlotte. What happened here, we just executed everything that we were prepping for. And you were prepared, like you talked about exactly. before. You got to the garage, you knew yes. what was coming up, so, and you took care of it. Yeah, so I, I think that Gary put on a, a, an awesome mentality, an awesome spin to it. But at the same time, I think we have a great group of guys that they know how to work extremely well, and, and drivers, and like it's a combination of everything. And, and in this sport, if you're not connected and if you don't have a, a, an awesome group, uh, you're definitely not going to win. Gary Nelson, it's funny because you don't think like a NASCAR mentality would work in sports cars. They're like completely two worlds apart, right? But I mean. All his experience that he has racing and uh, the experience and the knowledge that he acquired on the sports car side, it's just a great combination. You know, like uh, everybody's working the same direction, same goal. Uh, they always have the Tuesday's morning meetings there and everybody knows what to do. Everybody puts their own ideas there and and, and the work gets done. I mean, the job gets done and uh, I'm sure... Um, you know, Gary, it's, it's like Christian said, it's only part of uh, the great team that we have, not only Gary, but like the rest of the guys that make everything happen. Yeah, but let's be honest. Joel Barbosa and Christian Fittipaldi are a hell of a lot more fun than the Jimmy Johnsons and Jeff Gordons of the world. 
Uh, I don't know. You have to tell that. I don't know any of those guys. You guys are smarter. We talked before we went live here. You, you speak 12 languages. <laughs> there it is. That's the basis of smartness? That's the basis of smartness. All right. Americans, we got right. one language. <laughs> uh, how many IMSA championships do any of these guys have? A lot. Two, well, three? Uh, like, w- we have a couple, but... Like, no, 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 no. There, there, there's a lot more talent. I think, like, if you add up uh, Jeff Gordon and and uh, Jimmy Johnson together, like those guys, especially in the NASCAR world, they like they're kings. Yeah, they are kings. Exactly. They, they, they really dominate there. And hats off to them. And uh, Jimmy is still active, but Jeff had a marvelous career. And uh, he ended up uh, his career in, in NASCAR in, in a very nice way, mm-hmm. um, getting into the chase, which was which was really cool, I thought. Like, he, he really ended the whole thing on top. And then, uh, what was it, a couple of months later, he came here and uh, yeah. he, he, he <laughs> won a watch. So, man, hats off to the guy. <laughs> let's, let's end it with this because Continental Tire is a big partner of ours. They've worked so hard at developing a fantastic tire specifically for your class. And now a new manufacturer is coming in as drivers. How do you look at that now? It's like, do you have to prepare yourself for a new compound, drive a little differently this time next year with a new tire? Probably, yeah. Um, We don't know what to expect from the Michelin tires that's coming in uh, uh, next year. But Continental has done such a phenomenal job in the last few years, being a great partner of IMSA and our cars and really promoting the drivers and the series a lot. Uh, I mean, they create a great product. Uh, it's Actually, we, we create friends. Uh, it's uh, sad, actually, to, to see them leaving. Uh, uh, but, you know, it's, it's motorsport. Uh, it keeps changing. Life goes on. It's like uh, the tires are here today tomorrow they're not uh, tomorrow i'm still racing the next day maybe i'm not so it's it's a it's a world that's constantly moving forward and very fast so i'm uh, very anxious to see uh, Misla um, coming back on board i i actually drove with their tires for a few years in europe so i know they can also do a, a great job so really uh, excited for for the next season as well Joao Barbosa, Christian Fittipaldi, your overall winners for the Daytona 24-hour. Again, take it home from Rolexes. Coming up next, Fernando Alonso, Formula One champion a couple times over. He's going to join us here in the Freak Nation. They whooped his ass this weekend. Yeah, you did. (laughs) You can say thank you, Freaks. Thanks, Freaks. Great to be on the show. And... uh... (laughs) We'll be back next year, that's for sure. Next year? (laughs) With Alonso. Well... I like. I intend to be back after Seabree. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we got a Formula One guy we want to talk to. Thanks, fellas. It can wait. See you. <laughs> More freaks next. Speed freaks. Motorsports radio redefined. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices 
prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 877-663-7126 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 877-663-7126 to take your call now. Call 877-663-7126. That's 877-663-7126. Again, 877-663-7126. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. This is an important announcement. If you're between 50 and 85 and worried about your loved ones, you can still get affordable life insurance for peace of mind. My life insurance coverage is guaranteed, and I was not required to get a medical exam. I had high blood pressure and diabetes, and I got my coverage with one telephone call. No exam necessary. I'm a smoker, and I wanted to take care of my family. I called to get my life insurance and my affairs in order. I wanted to do the right thing. Call Final Expense No Exam Insurance. Your rates are guaranteed and will never increase. I called and learned that this insurance cannot be canceled, even if you get sick or gain weight. And there are no restrictions on how my beneficiaries use the money when I'm gone. Don't wait until it's too late. Call now and get peace of mind for you and your family. Call 800-935-2177. 800-935-2177. 800-935-2177. Oh, yeah! Back with Speed Freaks from the infield, Daytona International Speedway, Rolex 24-hour, wrap it up. You just heard from your overall winners, Joao Barbosa, Christian Fittipaldi. Now we join Formula One pilot, two-time champion, Fernando Alonso, his first time in the Daytona 24-hour. Uh, fans have been going nuts for this guy. Autographs pictures, and a Formula One driver who actually stops and takes these pictures and signs these autographs, you don't see too often. But, man, Fernando Alonso's having a damn good time, and he, he joins us now in the Freak Nation. And Fernando, uh, 60s, 70s, there wasn't a Daytona 24-hour where there wasn't a Formula One driver. Then all of a sudden the 80s and the 90s happened. But now this year there are three Formula One drivers running the Daytona 24-hour, including yourself. Uh, what the hell happened? I don't know. I don't know. Obviously, I can only speak uh, by myself, and uh, that's something that um, it happened last year when we had the opportunity to to uh, run the the Indy 500 together with Zach Brown, my my McLaren boss, and uh, you know he loved racing as much as I do, and uh, we found that that opportunity, and uh, yeah, with the Daytona 24, I think. Uh, 
It's a perfect timing of, of the year. Uh, at the end of January, we are normally preparing ourselves for, for the following Formula One season. And uh, yeah, instead of being on the bicycle on the gym, much better to be in driving, driving a car. But Fernando, be honest. This is still a strain on your body, a strain on your schedule. You're traveling all over the world. Zach Brown's not your boss, man. I mean, he kind of is. But if he says jump, you say how high? No, you're Fernando Alonso. You can say no. Yeah, well, but racing, I, I always ask Zach, uh, you know, uh, if I can race here, I can race there. And, and that's my, uh, those are my wishes. Um, after those wishes, Zach can, yeah, you, you, can, you can race at Daytona, but we, we need to go to Charlotte for some media activities, you know, and things like that. So there are always some trades, you know, here and there, but uh, happy with, with, with this, you know, uh, competition and, and racing in iconic venues like, like Daytona International Speedway is, is a privilege for me. Okay, what can you say to Zach so that Zach says, yes, Fernando? Uh, the best thing to, <laughs> for Zach is to invite him uh, a dinner. You know, that, that, that's, that's something where you can uh, negotiate anything. You know? in, in those moments is where, where Zach is a little bit softer. Yeah. Fernando Alonso, you've experienced the highest highs in all of racing. You've been world champion twice. The last couple of years have been pretty difficult, I would imagine. How does one go from one end of the spectrum to the other like that and still stand here and smile with us? Well, it's, it's, you understand with, with time and with years that motorsport is, is a, a com- complex sport. you know, And um, there is not a, a mathematical um, way of, of racing, you know, and uh, there are always some... Uh, uh, things that are out of your control, and I think uh, the last three years in F1 they were difficult. We had uh, reliability issues, we have uh, uh, performance issues, but you know I think the team is now putting things in place, like uh, the change on the Renault power unit for next year. So uh, you need to be patient, you need to to stay focused and um, deliver. You know, if the car can be uh, tenth, you you have to be fifth. If the car can be you know fifteen, you need to be tenth. So you you find always a small victories here and there. You know for for the team and for yourself. You're having a damn good time, aren't you? You're signing autographs. You're doing these interviews. It's something that we don't see from Formula One drivers when they come over here. But your social media, you're up at three o'clock in the morning. Instagram videos. This is awesome. You're having a damn good time, aren't you? Did you check my hair? Yeah. At 3 a.m., you know, it was, it was crazy. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I love racing, but uh, I understand at the same time that racing is much more than driving cars. Uh, you need to um, be close to your fans. You know, there were Japanese uh, fans here that they, they flew all from Japan to, to watch this race only uh, to support myself. And, uh, and you know, you, you understand that you need to, to, to do s- and to give something back, not only, only driving. So uh, I try to be uh, open to everyone. Uh, there are other things that, you know, are a little bit more difficult. It's not only nice things that uh, it happen in, in the day, you know, like now I need to drive to Miami four or five hours and then fly to Europe and uh, training tomorrow. You know, there are things that, uh, you know, in the background that are a little bit more, more difficult, but uh, like any other job. Wait a minute. You said training tomorrow when you land back in Europe. I was just going to ask you, what's your cheat meal now that you're done for a couple of weeks? Guess there's none of that. Yeah, I, I tried that. You know, I, I had an email last last uh, last night about uh, 
training camp this week with uh, the, my physios and my trainers. And uh, I said, maybe we can delay it a little bit, you know, until the weekend or something. And they said, no, because in the weekend you have this commitment, that commitment. So, yeah, it needs to happen. But uh, hopefully I can convince them to, to start in an easy way. Americans, it'd be difficult for Americans to understand someone coming from Japan to see you race here in the United States, but you're used to that. You have to have a relationship with your fans that most American drivers do not understand. How do you build that? I think we all understand. Um, if I mean, maybe they don't know Japanese fans. That, that's that's the first thing. You know, Japanese fans are are, are quite quite unique. Um, but you know, it, it's the way it is. I think uh, wherever you you race and um, and as as long as you uh, your performance is is the maximum you can do, I think the fans appreciate that. You know, and uh, your commitment, your passion for motor racing, and uh, sometimes you know they they get uh, to know that motorsport is, is is difficult, as we said before, and uh, they keep uh, supporting you wherever it happens in the race. So that's uh, that's something very nice, and uh, I'm I'm thankful for that. Do you have to bring your bigger set of balls to run day twenty twenty four next year? Hopefully, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Um, belts are, are much better now. So that's, that's the first thing. Uh, Indy, Monaco, or Daytona? What are bigger? Yeah, Le Mans is something that is attractive. Uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, we need to find more weekends. You know, we, we have only 52 weekends in the year. And uh, we need to find 54 or 60. Thanks for doing this, buddy. Thank you. Coming up next, one of the biggest names to ever come out of IndyCar, Bobby Rahal, IndyCar Series champion, Indy 500 champion. If you look at the legends when it comes to open wheel, this is the dude. And he was recognized this weekend with a very prestigious award when it comes to sports car racing. We talked to him about that. We talked to him about his son, Graham Rahal, and more. It's all coming up. Speed Freaks Pits in the Lucas Oil Studios. Thanks to our friends at Continental Tire. Speed Freaks, motorsports radio, redefined. The Extreme Contact Sport is Continental Tire's newest ultra-high-performance tire. Tested to the limits by championship-winning race car drivers, the Extreme Contact Sport satisfies the most demanding driver. This dynamic street tire was built for car enthusiasts and engineered for extreme grip in dry and wet conditions. Whether it's a Sunday drive on the open road or you need to get to and from work, this tire is for what you do. For more information, visit ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, proud partner with the Freaks. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. The Boca Raton Cougars, the Las Vegas Hookers, and the Arizona Pricks? Got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the Lexington Studs or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, made with the highest quality 100% cotton available and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com. That's awesomesportslogos.com and get awesome. 
Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. Hey, Freak Nation, it's time you clean up your tires and rims, so do it with Lucas Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. It's an environmentally friendly treatment spray designed to give tires and trim a long-lasting, like-new shine. Use Slick Mist Tire Shine to remove dull, gray oxidation from bumpers, tires, plastic, rubber, and vinyl trim. It's long-lasting, UV-resistant, and helps prevent sidewall blowout. Log on to lucasoil.com for more info and pick up Lucas Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine at major auto parts stores today. Hi, I'm Ryan Seacrest for RAD. Over 300 people in this country are killed every week by a drunk driver. That's the equivalent of two 747 plane crashes every single week. And the problem isn't going away unless we all do our part to stop it. So if you see someone who's about to drive after drinking, get the keys. Don't leave it up to anyone else. Friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters and the Ad Council. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Back with Speed Freaks. Happy to be here. Happy to be hanging out in the middle of damn Daytona National Speedway. Statman, Crash Gladys, and uh, I guess you could say honorary fifth freak. Dude, you've been coming to the Freak Nation. You realize this? 18 years, Bobby Rahal, that we've been doing this damn thing, and and I still think the first time you came in here you didn't have any hair. Well, that no, I, I pretended to have hair then. Then I finally gave up on that. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize it was 18 years ago, though. That's a long time. 18 years we've been doing the Freaks, but one reason why we're standing here is really your contributions that you brought to motorsports, not over those 18, but over decades uh, when it comes to sports cars, open wheel, and, and then some. You get the Bob Snodgrass Award as you're emceeing this event. And for those who aren't familiar with Bob Snodgrass, what he meant to sports car racing is incredible. You had no idea you are getting this award, but at the same time, if you look back, I think all, well, three of us recognize the fact that you deserve it. Well, I mean, it was a shock for sure, you know. Um, uh, I mean, obviously, I was pleased. There was two other uh, fellows that were in the running for it, and uh, both of uh, Doug Fian, who's run the, Cor- the Chevrolet Corvette program for years, and, of course, they've had a tremendous uh, amount of success. And uh, and like guy, uh, Ben Keating, who had been successful uh, in uh, GTD and, you know, the GTD series in particular, um, so I, you know, I, and I'm, I'm seeing this thing, as you say, and, you know, I'm figuring there's no way I'm going to win it. And, uh, you know, it would just look too obvious. Right. And, uh, uh, sure enough, uh, Bob's son, uh, Harris, uh, said, oh yeah, it's going to the guy behind me. And I was standing behind her looking around like, well, who's he talking about? You know? And, and I was like, oh yeah, it must be me. <laughs> so, but Bob was a very good friend of mine. And, uh, like you said, did a lot of great things. Of course, was owned Brumos Porsche, which had a huge, uh, reputation in sports car endurance racing in particular uh and uh i'd known bob for many years he passed away i just read the other day and i'd forgotten he was only 64 years old when he passed away and i'm just now that i'm 65 that maybe sounds a little too close for me but uh uh but he um 
just a super guy and a, and a great uh, supporter of sports car racing. So uh, you know, I really it's a it's a big honor for me because he uh, he really was a class act. So Bobby Rahal, when you got the Bob Snodgrass Award, the thing that stands out about Bob is that voice. He's got a voice that starts out on his toes and rumbles up through the body. Are you going to get that voice now? Does that come with the award? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't think so. It, you know, Bob was a big dude, you know. I mean, he was about 6'4 or 5, and, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, you're right. He had that voice. He was just a big guy, and everything was big with Bob. Yeah, he was. everything was big with Bob, and... Uh, uh, you know, I um, yeah, I don't think I I don't think I come close to uh, to honoring him in that respect. Uh, but uh, hopefully, I can live up to what he meant. Yeah, but let's think about this. We can talk about this was a Bob Snodgrass Award of Excellence. We can talk about your racing career, your three championships in kart, your Indy 500 wins as both a driver and owner, your your Jaguar presence in Formula One. I mean, we could go on and on and on. And now, looking back at decades of your career, did you ever think you'd be electric racing as well? My, where the presence is gone. Yeah, well, well, did anybody think we'd be electric racing, you know, three years, four years ago? Uh, no. Uh, but uh, uh, you know, while I, I doubt it's going to replace everything uh, that we do, uh, certainly it's going to play a bigger and bigger role. And, and the thing that excites me about it uh, equally is that it's really a chance for us, as a, for our company, to really start to have an international um, uh, presence, because uh, clearly I want to uh, I want to see us expand into European international racing, uh, especially endurance racing, and uh, go to Le Mans, go to places like that. So this is kind of maybe the start of that. Uh, but being with Jaguar Land Rovers, uh, I'm a dealer for them, and I mean it's a great association and. Uh, you know, I'm just pleased that it's a new series, so I don't, I'm not sure anybody knows quite what to expect. Uh, but it should be a lot of fun, and it should, uh, it should um, uh, I think, uh, be, you know, compelling to people, particularly those that, you know, really are in the green movement, so to speak. And particularly, I think the interesting thing for me, um, maybe more selfishly, is the uh, is to, you know, the whole idea of electric racing, you know, how much... How, how, what what part we can play, and it would be a very small part, obviously, but what part we can play in the in the development of electric power? Um, because there are certainly challenges that it faces, and um, you know maybe we can help solve some of those challenges. It may be the direction where the automotive industry is going, but for pure racing fans and, and just pure people in the business, it's tough to think of a quiet car. It really is. How is that battle in your head? Well, that for sure, you know, because, you know, I mean, we know racing. What's racing? It's noise, it's sound, it's color, it's, uh, and uh, to, you know, I think that's a, a, one of the big challenges that electric racing faces is, you know, how do you, how do, how do you get it to grab people's attention? And uh, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what the solution to that is. Maybe we'll just all have, you know, CDs with race car sounds and, you know, play them as we go around or something. I don't know, but... Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, that's definitely one of the challenges. One of the pillars, one of the legends in motorsports, Bobby Rahal, joining Speed Freaks. And I know you've had to pay attention to iRacing, too. We, we interview champion iRacers on our show. Is that something that you're considering about putting one of these iRacers in one of your series? Well, no, not that, uh, not, I mean, I'm all thumbs with that kind of stuff anyway. you got to be under 25, I think, to be any good at that. But uh, a friend of mine's son, it's really an amazing, you know, premise, and an amazing. He's in there racing against people all over the world every Saturday morning, you know, on his 
on his computer. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I just find it. Uh, uh, yeah, and I'm I'm new to it uh, and understanding the impact of it. But you you read more and more about you know all this virtual whatever it is sport and how big it is and the and the amount of money that's involved in it now. It's and it's only getting bigger. You know, it's not getting smaller. So it's crazy. Uh, but but you know I don't know. I I've been on in virtual. I've been in simulators and I, all I know is it's not the same thing as actually doing it. You know. <laughs> so Bobby Ray Hall, you're a businessman, and we think of you as a racer, but. You're a businessman, and that's what you're talking about here in business and expanding your business. Besides the obvious, when you talk about going to Europe to race, how, what, what does that do for your business based in Chicago? Well, I think it does a couple of things. Uh, most importantly, it, it broadens our um, um, kind of our uh, offerings. And uh, to, when we do, do go talk to companies, you know, so many of them are internationally based, right? I mean, they, they're selling whatever it is. They sell service products, whatever, all around the world. And for us, that might be, uh, you know, the thing that makes a difference between us and somebody else coming in where we can offer them uh, opportunities around the world uh, and not just here in North America. And uh, that might be, you know, the thing that really puts it over the top for them. So I think it's... Uh, um, you know, I, I look at it that way. I look at it from a sporting standpoint. You know, I mean, I raced in Europe for a number of years. I really loved it. Um, uh, but now we have there's a commercial reason to be there as well. And I think, you know, let's face it, it takes money to go racing. So, uh, uh, yeah, hard to believe. Uh, but uh, uh, I just, as I say, I think it, op- I think it broadens our, our uh, attractiveness to companies that are considering motorsports. But more and more Europeans are asking us or telling us they want to come to the United States to race, and Americans want to go to Europe to race. How does that? How does that work between the two of them? Well, I think you know. I think a lot of the Europeans who are coming here, you know, everybody's you know, over there is it's Formula One, Formula One, Formula One, and it, it, there are so few opportunities uh, there. And, and why some of the opportunity, you know, there's a lot outside of maybe the top six guys. Everybody's you know bringing money, and it's huge sums of money. And so you got young guys that are don't have that. They have obviously they have the ability, but they don't have that kind of a, a pocketbook. And, you know, over here, uh, the racing's as good or better. And, you know, you can, you can get hired on your talents. Uh, the cost to go racing's less. Um, so that's why I think you see so many people coming here from all around the world, not just Europe, from South America and what have you. Let me jump in here again. Bobby Ray Hall, your son Graham, he had, I suppose at some point somebody said, how big is your pocketbook, Graham? What did you have to say to Graham or what did you have to say to that somebody who said how much money are you going to bring to the program? Well, you know, it's interesting. Um, uh, and as you know, Graham drove for other teams before he came to drive for, for me. Uh, you know, I certainly I helped him. Like, I mean, when you, in, the, in the beginning of your career, you need champions. And it wasn't just me. There was other people, friends that, that helped. But uh, thank God when he was uh, 17, Carl Haas and Paul Newman hired him, you know, to go racing. So I, that was the end of that was the end of the the gravy train that I was having to provide. So it's been a while, you know, so thank God he got, and then he got hired by Chip Ganassi. So there was, uh, you know, and of course by then he'd earned his stripes, I think as being a real professional. So it's, um, yeah, I, I was fortunate, but, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's tough. It's tough in the beginning and it, and it takes, it takes money, you know, to go out and prove what you can do. And um, it's, you know, those people who embrace that and accept it and embrace it and get on with it tend to prosper. And those who, fight it and argue against it tend to 
go nowhere. So We like how vocal Graham is on Twitter, and it's been written a couple times over the last few months how American drivers just couldn't cut it these days in Formula One, and Graham has said, uh-uh-uh-uh. Yeah. What, why that battle? Well, you know, to be honest, I mean, I raced in Europe. I tried to get to, I did get to Formula One briefly uh, in the seven, late 78. Uh, you know, the mentality in, in Europe is that, um, you know, they're, you know, the only people, the only racing car drivers are in Europe. Uh, despite the historical record, you know, when you think of Dan Gurney and Phil Hill and Mario Andretti and guys like that. That attitude is still there in 2018? Oh, yeah, very much still there. It's a very... Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, yeah, it's really kind of a closed society. <laughs> it's really kind of a closed society in a lot of ways. That's why a lot of these Amer- Europeans are coming here because there's opportunity here. And uh, but for Americans in Europe, it's a tough. You know, in the '60s when you had Goodyear and Firestone funding most of the racing, or, the, or Ford for that matter, and around the world, you know, it, it really gave Americans. Uh, there's a lot of opportunity there for Americans. Uh, uh, but as I say, it's uh, it's a very um, provincial outlook they have in, in Europe, and it, uh, it just tends to be very nationalistic driven. You know, the Germans are better than the British, and the French are better than whoever, and uh, so it's 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 tough for an American to get a look in. Speaking of Graham Rahal, there were hints last year that when Danica leaves, she may end up with Rahal Racing for the Indy 500. Where does that stand right now, Bobby Rahal? Well, that's not happening, I can assure you. <laughs> uh, you, know, you know, for me, uh, of course, you know, we gave Danica her shot. And uh, uh, I think for us right now, um, uh, you know, it just wouldn't really kind of fit with what we're doing. And, uh, you know, we've, got, we've worked hard to build a strong IndyCar team. And... Um, we really want to stay focused on that, and you know we're going to have with Sato and with Graham. I think we got real, two real good shots at winning the race and and winning the championship this year, and that's really, you know, um, I'm not sure I'd want all the distraction, frankly, with the press and everything else. And uh, yeah, I, I wish her the best, but uh, I, I think we had our time. It's a challenging year with the new Arrow kit, but did I see you guys just this past week in Sebring? We're second on the charts. Yeah, or third or something like that. But, you know, it was our first test. Um, uh, some, most of the other cars had been testing before us. Um, Which is a little controversial. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's okay. I mean, uh, but, uh, you know, we are, I think we we're pretty happy with uh, the car is very much a different car. Uh, and it's going to react to different things. I think we got a good feel for it. Uh, we've got a big test coming up in what, another week or two. Um, you know, between now and the start of the series in March, we have a number of tests. So, um, you know, a lot about it, a lot of it is, you know, you, you go run the car and then you really want to think about what you've learned and really explore it rather than just go out there and pound it around. And uh, so, um, so far, so good. Um, but, you know, we're, again, pleased to be with Honda. And as I say, I think, uh, I think the team we've really worked hard to put together over the last four years um, it's shown its capabilities, I think, uh, you know, each of the last three or four years. So we're looking, we're hoping this year's our best year ever. Bobby Ray Hall, before we get out of here, you've been huge in IndyCar. You've been in sports cars. You've been in e-cars now. Why no NASCAR? Well, I drove, I uh, did one NASCAR race with the Wood Brothers uh, way back in Riverside, California. You wanted to do any of it since then? Uh, no, I, I, uh... I, uh, that's a different world and uh, it's not my world. I mean, I, I have, I kind of another number of people in the series, uh, friends and, 
But uh, and on top of that, I mean that schedule. If you think our schedule is bad, that's a killer. And I don't know. I, I think uh, you know I got enough races in, in in a year. I don't need to. I don't need to add 34 more or whatever it is. So uh, you know it's uh, it's a different world, and that's great. Uh, but I'm really yeah. I'm, I'm a I'm a road racer by profession by education, and and uh, you know and uh, and I like I like Indy cars and. And of course, these the sports cars, so that's good enough for me. Bobby Ray Hall, I have a four-year-old daughter, and I'm coaching her in soccer. So I need some advice. When you were coaching your son prior to him joining with uh, Stuart Haas, excuse me, Carl Haas at Newman Haas and Company, uh, how did you discipline your son? Like right now, she's four years old, and she's she's not using her left foot, and I want to pounce on her. I want to just get down in her face and just I don't want to you know d- deprive her of water. But what's the what's the best point of discipline with my four year old daughter on how to teach her to use her left foot? Well, I don't yeah, I don't know with girls, uh, but uh, you know I I I'm fortunate that you know when it came to Graham, all I had to do is threaten him. You know, if he didn't do well in school, that was that. And uh, threaten him with what? Do you not get in the car? Yeah, you don't do well in school, then you can forget go karts, and uh, that was enough. You know, he wanted to go go kart racing, and. Uh, and he lived up to his end of the bargain, so uh, I, I was lucky. But it didn't, you know. But you got to remember also, your kids don't want to listen to you. You know, it's like he is funny. We were t- I was talking to Montoya about how his son wants a driver coach, and Montoya is going like, "What do you want, a driver? What about the old man?" You know, and uh, and it's like when I was when Graham was a kid racing carts. Uh, he wouldn't listen to anything I said because he'd just say, "Well, you never dr- raced go kart, so what do you know?" And it's like. Oh. I said, okay. <laughs> Bobby Ray Hall, we've come to the Freak Nation for almost all these 18 years, buddy. Thank you for doing this. Yeah, thanks. Great being with you. Coming up in the second hour of the Freak Nation, Eric Jones, NASCAR pilot, hanging out in the West Coast for the West Coast Media Tour. Eric Jones now running for Joe Gibbs Racing. He joins us here in the second hour. Also, Chip Ganassi grabs another Rolex watch with the GTLM winners. And one of his drivers, Ryan Briscoe, joins us. Plus, the dude responsible for Fernando Alonso running in the Indy 500 and the Rolex 24. That's the second hour of Speed Freaks. Thanks to our friends at Continental Tire. Coming up, Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. 
Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love the party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Stepman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. Second hour of Speed Freaks coming up. Eric Jones, NASCAR Cup pilot, running for Joe Gibbs Racing. Zach Brown, he fronts, fronts, it sounds like freaking drug runner. He heads up. Head of a band. <laughs> he heads up LeClaren Technology, which is, uh, speaking of multi-billion dollar company, the dude responsible for bringing Fernando Alonso over for the Indy 500 and the Rolex 24. He joins us this hour, which, by the way, Fernando Alonso, last hour, go to the website in the morning, speedfreaks.tv. Our Fernando Alonso interviews up there for you. And coming up in moments, Ryan Briscoe from the GTLM series of the Rolex 24. Your winner, uh, Chip Ganassi driver, Ryan Briscoe, joins us here in the Freak Nation. I bring up Chip Ganassi for the second hour. Dude's won 200. This, this is his 200th victory. And the majority, was the driver who's won the majority of those races, or who's won the majority of Chip Ganassi's race of 200, did, did I hear that right? Was it Scott Dixon? 40-something races for – I heard 40-something for, for for Scott Dixon. Back me up on that, Crasher. I, I heard something like that, which is absolutely bonkers. A vast majority of those wins, 140 or 150-something, were in IndyCar. And then Chip Ganassi Racing obviously also has the next amount of wins in sports cars, some in NASCAR, and even two in Red Bull Global Rallycross. It was Scott Dixon, Ryan Briscoe, and – 
Richard uh, Westbrook. Richard Westbrook. Not uh, to be confused with. Russell. Yeah, Russell Westbrook. Westbrook. (laughs) Uh, Part of the GTLM class who won the Rolex 24 in that category. Again, second hour of Speed Freaks. Thank you, Continental Tires, for making this thing possible. Crasher, what you got? You're right. Dixon is Chip Ganassi Racing's winningest driver. Wow. And it is over 40 wins. That's crazy. (laughs) And that guy is one of the most fit people we have ever talked to. He is in no way, shape, or form close to being done. At Speed Freaks on Twitter. We're there for you on Facebook. You know something that we have that we're not running the show? We caught up with, damn it, we caught up with A.J. Allmendinger yesterday afternoon, and that's a legendous freaking interview. <laughs> how, that's how packed this show is. A.J. Allmendinger banging on all kinds of folks, including yours truly. A.J. Allmendinger, stat man, does not make the show. Question me about my <laughs> concern about Kurt Bush. That's right. That's in the interview. You you think he's the sane one? (laughs) Okay, hold on. The A.J. Allmendinger interview is absolute must-see TV. Go to our Facebook page to watch it, facebook.com slash speedfreaks. But also must-see TV and must-listen is Jordan Taylor, defending winner of the Rolex 24. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) It's off the hook. Maybe it's because it's practically done at midnight in the middle of the Rolex 24, but oh my God, that's just It was completely, there's (laughs) great information in there that you want to have, that you need to have, and then it turns left. It gets... What? what? With us? It gets completely out of control. And Jordan just said, hey, he, he went along with it. I mean, he's been in the Freak Nation enough to know... That it's liable to go start anywhere and end up anywhere else. Here's a good tease for you, Freak Nation. Everybody listening knows who Jeff Gordon is. Oh, There's a reference to Jeff Gordon in this interview on our Facebook page with your 2017 Rolex champion, Jeff Gordon, by the way, and Jordan Taylor, who joined us earlier, about a sphincter meter. Sphincter. That's, what the hell did I just say? You said sphincter, and that's kind of like is that an like animal. A, is, like a, is that like a cat's? <laughs> yes. Cats We're not behind? talking sphinxes. <laughs> We're talking down there. Okay, a sphinxter meter, which came from a derivative of <laughs> Jeff Gordon, a sphinxter. Sphinxter. A sphinxter. <laughs> former breakdancer from Vallejo, California. Oh, right, Jeff Gordon yeah. being the former breakdancer. Exactly. I have said sphinxter all my life. But I have. It's not. It's not a word. I. It's not a go-to for me. What's up? Instead of you, hey buddy. What's up, Finkster? <laughs> oh my. We seriously. We are sports car drunk right now. We, we are. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to the track on Friday. The Rolex Twenty Four started at two forty Eastern time. Mm-hmm. Yet that very day, we got to the track before nine thirty in the morning Eastern. So yeah. Basically, from 9.30 on Saturday morning until now, which is what? We're now in the second hour of the show, so it's 11 o'clock Eastern. Long as we get. Uh, so coming up, Eric Jones, NASCAR star, going to be joining us here in the Peak Nation. Zach Brown, the dude responsible for bringing Fernando Alonso to the Indy 500 and the Rolex 24. Ryan Briscoe, GTLM Rolex 24 winner, joins us in moments. And his wife from ESPN has a part of the interview. Coming up. <laughs> We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. The Freaks. 
for the second hour, welcoming in our other affiliates. Thank you guys for hanging out with Speed Freaks. Coming up this hour, NASCAR Cup star Eric Jones will be here in the Freak Nation. Zach Brown, not to be confused with the Zach Brown band. Zach Brown, who fronts McLaren Technologies and responsible for bringing Fernando Alonso to the Rolex 24 at the Indy 500. He joins us. And in moments, Ryan Briscoe, your GTLM winner from the Rolex 24. As we're about to wrap this second hour up, well, okay, in 60 freaking minutes. But first, Crash Glass, <laughs> Pit News and Notes, brought to our good friends at Continental Tire. Thank you, Continental Tire, for making this thing possible. You go to ContinentalTire.com to find the righteous rubber for your righteous ride. Crasher? All right, Supercross went off in Phoenix. Ricky Stenhouse Jr., NASCAR driver, sticking around in the desert to witness the greatness that was Eli Tomac. Eli Tomac, of course, winning the Triple Crown format of Supercross in SoCal last week and backed it up by leading every single lap in Phoenix Supercross this weekend. And remember, this is the guy who, I'll say this, Kenny, just for you, who DNFF'd the first round of the season. Eli Tomac is 10th in points, even with back-to-back wins. He's 36 points behind leader Jason Anderson. The 24 Hours of Daytona kicked off the sports car season this weekend. We are still here in Daytona talking to you now. Domination also with two of the major class winners and the overall winners, Action Express Team and Chip Ganassi Racing, were dominant. Action Express took the overall win when driver Felipe Albuquerque drove their caddy across the finish line. It was his first Rolex watch to gain. A little bit of redemption from last year as well. The third Rolex for his co-drivers, Christian Fittipaldi and Joel Barbosa. Regarding the win in the GTLM class, that was Chip Ganassi's. His overall 200th win for Chip Ganassi Racing in general. Their 66 car was the dominant one all weekend, but with a couple hours remaining, Scott Dixon, Richard Westbrook, and Ryan Briscoe took the lead and never looked back. Ryan Briscoe with second Rolex in hand. He will be joining us in just three minutes. Yep, you heard Fernando Alonso last hour. You heard Bobby Rahal last hour. Oh, you didn't? Okay, fine. Then go check it out. Speedfreaks.tv tomorrow. You're welcome. Ryan Briscoe. His wife, Nicole, is a big-time sports center anchor for ESPN. And she's also going to be hosting the Indy 500 this year. It was just announced. She plays a part in this interview that we have with Ryan Briscoe, your GTLM winners, where he just wouldn't take her freaking call. Brutal. Turned the phone off. (laughs) He did, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, We asked him about that. (gasps) And more Rolex coming up. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. What's up? It's Kenny Sargent. And for my motorsports fix, bam, I turn it on MAV-TV. MAV-TV, a network loaded with car and motorcycle shows, motorsports events, and exclusive automotive reality shows like Full Custom, Wrench Wars. What about drag boats? They got them. Off-road, sprint cars, pro pulling league, motocross, they're all on MAV-TV. It's the answer for those jonesing looking for some automotive action. Don't get MAV-TV? Call your local provider and get it. Check them out at MAVTV.com on Twitter and Facebook. MAV-TV is motorsports. Sir Jeremy, you are a true friend of the crown. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Madam Susan, you are an even truer friend of the crown. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. 
What is that? This is a spiced honeymead wine that I have really been into lately. Please follow Sir Brad. He's going to give you a private tour of the Pit of Misery. I'm sorry, what? Pit of Misery! Dilly dilly! dilly. Here's to the friends you can always count on. The Extreme Contact Sport is Continental Tire's newest ultra-high-performance tire. Tested to the limits by championship-winning race car drivers, the Extreme Contact Sport satisfies the most demanding driver. This dynamic street tire was built for car enthusiasts and engineered for extreme grip in dry and wet conditions. Whether it's a Sunday drive on the open road or you need to get to and from work, this tire is for what you do. For more information, visit ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, proud partner with the Freaks. Introduce. Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited, 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. The Texas Roadkill, the San Francisco Swallows, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative, funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the New Orleans Curse or the Nashville Bootleggers. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com. That's awesomesportslogos.com. Dot com and get awesome. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Back with Speed Freaks from the infield. Daytona International Speedway. Wrapping up our coverage for the Daytona 24-hour. Thanks to our friends at Continental Tire. Crash Gladys, Statman, Kenny Sargent. Follow us on Twitter at Speed Freaks, and of course, therefore, on Facebook, we've been going bonkers for social media for the last 48 hours. Okay, yeah, just say that. Right? Sounds good. Uh, GTLM winner, Ryan Briscoe, one of three, two other drivers, uh, one of three drivers, and of course, Chip Ganassi, Ryan Briscoe, uh, joining the Freaks with the class win. Your second Rolex 24-hour win, but the headline is... Your wife calling you oh. during the, the <laughs> press the conference. Yeah, the headline is your wife is calling you during the press conference, and you look. Yeah, down it's at not your... Ganassi's two hundredth win. It's not the second no. Rolex for Ryan. What did you say? Nicole's when... like, where's my watch? <laughs> <laughs> As she should. Add a girl, Nicole. Uh, Nicole Briscoe, your wife from ESPN. She's calling you uh, on your phone. Did you? So you didn't take the phone call. Well, it was actually FaceTime. It wasn't even it wasn't even a phone call. It was FaceTime. So uh, she was actually on a plane. Uh, she's flying home right now, and uh, we haven't talked. We've been texting, but uh, I had to. You're win Rolex, hey, and you're just texting. I had to wife. decline. I had to shut it down. The glamorous life of a race car driver, yeah. right? So you're going to pay for that one, partner. And then, right no. and then uh, Jenna Fryer in the in the crowd, she was like, "Hey, your wife's on the plane, and she just wanted to let you know that she's you know taking off in a minute." So, oh, I was like, okay, thanks. Relationships through media, right? Exactly. Uh, Ryan Briscoe, you've had quite a bit of success in well with Chip Ganassi, and specifically with his Ford. Where is that combination coming from with the success of the still a relatively young team? Where the hell is that coming from? Well, I mean, uh, I think 
you know, firstly, awesome team. Uh, secondly, awesome race car. And uh, the combination of that, you know, we just, uh, we make it happen. And, um, you know, Chip, he doesn't go racing to just take part. You know, he goes racing to win. And, uh, and you know, they just work really hard at it. Um, a lot of changes have been made, actually, over the off-season in the lead-up to the Rolex 24 this year. A lot of crew changes as well. Um, and the guys have just done a phenomenal job. And to see both cars run mm-hmm. that hard, I mean, we were racing hard from start to finish. And it sounds stupid because we kind of left the rest of the field a little bit, especially when it rained and strategies got mixed up and we got the strategy right, sort of pulled a lap on everyone. And it was just between teammates. From the outside, you'd all probably think, oh, maybe they can back it down and just take it easy. And No, it was like hammer down and we just want to beat each other, basically. It's bragging right there to were the no, shop. Well, there were no team orders and uh, the 66 car won it last year and it was our turn and we had to, we had to <laughs> fight bloody hard to get the win today. And uh, it feels really good. You did have to fight very hard to get that win because that 66 car that you're referring to led about 20 of the 24 hours. What changed? What made you guys suddenly leap ahead and stay there? Well, I mean, I think um, from the start, uh, well, firstly, Joey did a great job in qualifying, started on the front row. We had a little issue at the end of our very first stint, um, and we just had to check the brakes. um, So we lost some time. So... At that point, we were sort of on the back foot. And then we caught up to him. Our cars are the same, you know, and and you've got six drivers that are, you know, all doing a good job in the car. And uh, you're sort of just waiting for for someone to make a mistake. And no one really made a mistake over the 24 hours. So, you know, we were able to catch him, and it was just really hard to pass him. And we didn't want to do anything crazy or crash into each other or anything. So, you know, for... 20 of the 24 hours, we were up their gearbox. I mean, it was yeah. crazy. And um, <laughs> it was really annoying. It, was, it really was. It was like, it was really annoying. And uh, at the end, with about two hours to go, um, you know, you start looking at the pit windows and, you know, the, the time left in the race and when you're going to have to stop. It And it becomes not so much just run the car to empty and fill it up. So our engineer... Uh, Brad Goldberg did a did a great job. Two hours to go, three hours to go. Short filled our car on the pit stop by about oh. five seconds, and that got us the track position. So bang, we're in the lead. And um, I think once we got the track position, uh, we were able to put down lap times that were a couple of tenths quicker than the 66, and that was just enough to so that when they were able to short fill on the next one, they weren't able to jump in front of us again. So. Um, there was there was some strategy at play there, and uh, it was really fun. It was uh, nerve wracking, and uh, you know when I got in the car at the end, with uh, about an hour and a half to go, um, that was right then when they were short filling. We had to do a driver change, and there was a lot of pressure, and uh, you know we were able to just get it done. Ryan Briscoe, winner of the GTLM category in the Ford with uh, Chip Ganassi's 200th win. Richard Westbrook was in the car with him and Scott Dixon, an open-wheel guy that you raced against. When you're racing with people, can you look at Scott, for example, and say, yeah, I remember he used to do this in IndyCar, and you can 
tell him or help him along to make him a little faster. Oh, Dixon doesn't need any help. (laughs) (laughs) This is his third Rolex, and, uh, you know, there's uh, a lot we can all learn from Scott Dixon. I mean, he is just an absolute uh, masterful driver, um, champion, and uh, as humble as can be. I mean, he really is. He's just... uh, you know this now in, in the Ford program, um, we've we've had this lineup now uh, going on our third year now, and uh, so we know each other really well. Um, we know each other's driving styles. We work really well together on the setup of the car, and we we observe each other's driving styles and stuff. But there's no real teaching going on. You know, <laughs> it's just we we observe and we learn. And uh, Scott, you know gives us a lot to learn from. The other thing that I wanted to ask about is the car does so well here at Daytona. It's, it's, you do well here. You go other places, and I don't say you're struggling because you haven't struggled yet, but you're not running away from the field like you did here. What causes that? How, why does it work some places and not others? Oh, it's a good question. I mean, uh, this car is designed for a track like this you know this car was designed to go to Le Mans and be as strong as possible at Le Mans and that's a track with really long straightaways big speed you know terminal velocity and and if you just look at the footprint of our Ford GT it's it's the lowest car it's it's the most streamlined car in the in the category and uh, that gives us I think a little bit of an edge where you're looking at a track with with top speed eventually this year, I don't know, a couple of races from now, when everything is a point-and-squirt kind of deal, you're going to be hard-pressed to maintain that kind of dominance over the field that you enjoyed here. Yeah, it's hard to see anyone really be super dominant um, at any of, the, <laughs> any of the tracks we go to, but there are tracks that suit certain cars, and um, we'll modify our setup to try to be as strong as possible at Long Beach, but certainly... You know, our strong point is long straights. Um, and when I compare my car to the competition, I think we break the best. I think we have the best braking. Um, I don't know why. I mean, we've done a lot of work on brakes with this car since it began. Um, it feels awesome in the braking. But, uh, you know, our category is <clears throat> controlled by balance of performance. So... You know, a little bit of that is determined by by the series about how much power and weight they uh, they give each car. Um, Ford has built an unbelievable road car, race car in the Ford GT. Um, but for us to compete with the likes of Corvette and BMW and Ferrari, we are the heaviest car on the track and we have the least mm. amount of power on the track. So... When you go to a track like Long Beach, we don't have the best acceleration. Um, our our speed comes later in the straightaway. Ryan Briscoe, your GTLM winner from the Continental Tires and Lucas Oil Studios. And last hour we had Fernando Alonso in the Freak Nation. Dude's having a ball. Who's that? Yeah, right. um, yeah. No, I, uh, I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> Northern about? California karting champion. Yeah, yeah we we raced go karts together. <laughs> oh, when, when, nice. uh, from yeah. a fan standpoint and media standpoint, we enjoy seeing Formula One drivers finally coming back and and racing the twenty four. 
How do drivers who've won the Daytona 24 look at Formula One drivers coming here? Fernando Alonso, you have Stroll, you have Nasser. How do you look at that? Um, I mean, I just look at those. I mean, I know Fernando reasonably well just from our you know early career time in go-karts and stuff. And I see how he has... Um, I think he really enjoys racing in America. Uh, you know, watching him go to Indy last year and do the 500, embracing the culture of having fans, you know, in your face, you know, <laughs> all all month long um, is very different to Formula One. And uh, I think it was probably a bit of a shock to him, but he really embraced it. And um, I think that's maybe been a surprise to a lot of people, but... Um, He's he's just another guy, you know. He's just another guy, and uh, so is Lance Stroll. And uh, you know, Lance Stroll was on our team last year at Chip Ganassi Racing, and he's just a top kid. You know, he's uh, he's young and and learning, and here he is. You know, now in Formula One, uh, already a podium finisher for Williams. Um, you know, just top guy, and certainly has a future. Um, but this is such a great race, and uh, you know, it's the first race of the year worldwide. You know, it's January. Um, it's it's a reunion of sorts, and I think it's a great way for drivers who race in any category around the world to come over here and uh, compete at the highest level because this is the highest uh, level of competition when you when you're talking about the Rolex Twenty Four. So you talk about Fernando Alonso having American fans up in his face at Indy, and of course here at Daytona. So when you go home this week to Australia, no Aussies, no homies are going to be back in your face. <laughs> Well, Australian you know, fans now, aren't the same. Now that I'm, you know, wearing a Rolex. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what time is it, by the way? Uh, yeah, um, Rolex time. Yeah, I'm, I'm sort of going down there on the down low. We're just going Good. down for some family time, and uh, really excited about the 24-hour flight with uh, <laughs> oh two, God. with a four-year-old and a one-year-old. But and, they've uh, done it how many times? At least your four-year-old. Oh uh, yeah. It's, I think it's her third time. So. They're still. I think it gets harder and harder, though. Uh, you know, <laughs> right. so if they're an infant, it's me. kind of easy. But uh, when do you say, "Damn it, I wish I was back in the car"? Right. Exactly. How soon into the flight? Well, I'm on holidays right now. Uh, you know, tonight I go home and it's work. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The race car is the escape. <laughs> Ryan Briscoe, Daytona so 24-hour winner, once again the GTLM category with a very good friend of the Freak Nation, Ryan Briscoe, and his teammates as well as Chip Ganassi. Freak Nation, coming up next, Zach Brown, the gentleman responsible for Fernando Alonso coming to the Indy 500 and to the Rolex 24, the head of McLaren Technology. He joins us in the Lucas Oil, the Continental Tires Pits. Uh, Briscoe, thank you for doing this, bud. Hey, thanks for having me. More Freaks coming up. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. My joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone in just a few days. So if you have knee pain 
back pain and you've tried everything, try oil can joint lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800-989-1795. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free Page Publishing new author submission kit. One quick three minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885-800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. That's 800-223-0992. Back with the Freaks. Thanks to our friends at Continental Tire for making it possible as we're wrapping up the Rolex 24 from the Lucas Oil Studios. Coming up February 7th, Amazon Prime Video documentary called Grand Prix Driver. And frankly, the guy that's joining us now in the Freak Nation, Zach Brown, head of McLaren Technologies. And frankly, Zach Brown, I would think that this movie should be about you, given the fact that you come from the rough streets of Van Nuys in Southern California, working your way up to fronting McLaren Technologies and responsible for bringing Fernando Alonso here to the stage for the Indy 500 and now the Rolex 24. Uh, <laughs> I'm not as famous as Stuffle Van Dorn. Um, so it's uh, really it came about is following Stuffle uh, through his rookie uh, rookie year. There's a lot of uh, engine uh, drama uh, as part of the show, as you can imagine. So the story uh, uh, took some twists and turns. But, you know, it covers everyone in the team. So I, I have my moment of uh, celebrity appearance. Uh, but so does Eric Boulier and Jonathan Neal and uh, Simon Roberts and the whole, whole technical team. So I think they do a good job of capturing uh, the world of McLaren. Again, let's bring it back to you. That's why we're here. This is a guy that dreamt about being a big-time race car driver. And to work your way up from Southern California Designsville with Just Marketing to being a part of this movie to, again, fronting McLaren. I mean, this is, 
this is a big story for people, not just in motorsports, but for guys working their ways up from you know, rags to riches. Mm. Yeah, I'm not quite sure how it all uh, happened. I know it's a lot of work, and I love, uh, love motorsports. So You're I just... humble as shit is what you are, Zach. You are humble. I'm not really. I'm just knowing the camera's on. I got to not be, not be myself. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, I, I love it. I mean, it's the coolest job in the world. I've always been a McLaren fan. Uh, I liked it. They, you know, we race in different disciplines, so that's something that, uh, you know, Fernando here, Indy 500, I'd love to see us do some more sports cars. So kind of feel like uh, Monster Roger and Sheikh Mohammed, who are my bosses, gave me the uh, – keys to the coolest uh, train set and uh, it's fun to play with well let's be honest you were one of the masterminds behind the whole indy 500 program for fernando alonso last year and now here at the daytona 24 isn't it to get mclaren sales in the states to go up we know cj wilson who owns a mclaren dealership in scottsdale arizona how about is that pretty much what it's about let's sell cars well ultimately Yes and no. You know, we're a racing team, uh, sponsor partners, but North America is the biggest market for our automotive business. And so having presence out here is, is great. The cars are selling themselves. Zach Brown, you do this interview thing real smoothly because that's exactly where I was going. You're not selling cars per se. You're selling technology so that you could work with Ford, you could work with GM, you could work with anybody who wants to make their cars more technical technologically advanced through McLaren. 100%. We do business with other OEMs. You're, you're absolutely spot on. So while we've got McLaren uh, road cars, um, we're doing business with some of the others. And uh, we're doing business with other Fortune 500 companies. And our technology business grew out of our capabilities that we've learned over the years in Formula One. Um, so it's quite a big operation. Our technology business is about 600 employees that have nothing to do with our Formula One team. Why don't more technology companies, like computer companies and so forth, why don't they get involved in motorsports? So you don't see Apple or Microsoft or uh, uh, Dell or why aren't why aren't they in motorsports? Because the motorsports runs on technology now. Watch this space. You maybe just mentioned an interesting name. <laughs> <laughs> Because you are, in fact, you've said that you want McLaren to be the number one thing, like Ferrari uh, or Red Bull in Formula One. I guess you've got one of these companies, maybe Dell. Are you making trips to Austin now? Is that what you're here for? I, I, I haven't been to Austin since the Grand Prix. Um, so, uh, but no, you're, you're exactly right. I mean, I think there needs to be more technology. It's such a technology-driven sport. And if you look at the sponsors in the sport, it doesn't have the you know, Silicon Valley there. Uh, a little bit of my theory on that is you know, NASCAR are the best at chasing sponsors, but Silicon Valley and NASCAR don't really resonate because it's not that whole technology play. Zach Brown, head of McLaren Technology, well, executive director of McLaren Technology. 20 minutes ago, we spent a good time with Bobby Rahal, and he still says that there's that attitude in Europe when it comes to American drivers, yet you're fronting a pretty heavy company overseas as an American, born and raised in Southern California, spent time in Indianapolis. How did you crack the code to become a big-timer in that industry, similar to what Bobby Rahal was talking about? Uh, Well, I've lived there. I raced there. Um, It would have been easy to pack up and go home after the first couple years because it was was tough. But I had such a desire and 
passion, wanted to prove myself, than Richard Dean, who's my best buddy. Uh, I wouldn't have stayed in Europe if it wasn't for him. He offered me the couch at his uh, sister's house to uh, to live at. So, you know, I think, um, you know, I've raced with some other Americans that went over there and they lasted two years and they came home because it was, it was too tough and I stuck it out. And I think you kind of break through when you can get some credibility if you don't go home you know it's a little bit of a, a test and uh kind of if you break through then uh and then you know now i spend so much time there i'm not sure what part of the world i'm from so let me ask you the delicate question here towards the end because i don't want you to throw me out after we ask this <laughs> you're not winning now how do you cr- how do you cross that bridge how do you make that happen well you know the last three years have been pretty difficult with uh with with honda uh, that's now behind us uh we gave it a good shot i think it was the right decision to make at the at the time i wasn't there but you know you would with the resources and the history they have you do that deal again uh today you know but as i remind everyone we didn't win two years before honda so it's not all on honda you know we we didn't have our act together in uh, 13 and 14 um, so it's been five years since we've been on the podium. So I think we've got a great team. We've got the two drivers we want. We've got a good power unit. So I think it'll all start to come together, and it's going to be you know tough knocking uh, you know Mercedes and Ferrari off of the dominance that they have right now, and, and Red Bull. Um, so I think it's going to be a, a good fight, and it's going to be hard. And you know, podiums what we're uh, we're trying to shoot for. Do you have an affinity in your heart to? jump in with McLaren deeper than you have in IndyCar, given the fact that you spent so much time in Indianapolis and, and marketing to those drivers and those driver sponsors? Yeah. Um, I mean, I love all these different forms of, of racing. I grew up around IndyCar racing. That's really what started. Uh, well, I actually started going to drag races in Pomona watching Tony Nancy. There's uh, how far I date back, and I used to walk because he's had his race shop in um, – uh, Van Eyes, and so I used to walk after school there, and uh, uh, it was funny. My he'd write, you know, to Zach, love Tony, and my mom would be a bit, <laughs> and then started going to Riverside, and so I, I, I love all these different forms of of racing, and um, you know, I think with McLaren, I kind of say there's this galaxy of motorsports, and within that, the McLaren Solar System. You know, Formula One's the biggest planet, but then we're doing all the battery technology to Formula E next season, so that's a planet. Indy 500's another planet, sports car racing, then we've got our, our eSports, which is now, uh, you know, to me, is kind of the grassroots form of motor racing, which is great because karting's so expensive to get into. And um, so eSports, now that it's no longer a video game, it's the pretty real deal. We've got an eSports uh, called World's Fastest Gamer. So I see that as kind of the... Uh, solar system of McLaren, and, and we're not there today, but that's kind of what the long-term vision is, is to see that as our motor racing portfolio. It's fantastic. Congratulations, man. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. And coming up next in the Freak Nation, NASCAR Cup star Eric Jones driving for Joe Gibbs Racing. He's next, the Freaks, and Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. 
Sir Jeremy, you are a true friend of the crown. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Madam Susan, you are an even truer friend of the crown. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. What is that? This is a spiced honey mead wine that I have really been into lately. Please follow Sir Brad. He's going to give you a private tour of the pit of misery. I'm sorry, what? Pit of misery. Dilly dilly. Here's to the friends you can always count on. Hey, Freak Nation, it's time you clean up your tires and rims, so do it with Lucas Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. It's an environmentally friendly treatment spray designed to give tires and trim a long-lasting, like-new shine. Use Slick Mist Tire Shine to remove dull, gray oxidation from bumpers, tires, plastic, rubber, and vinyl trim. It's long-lasting, UV-resistant, and helps prevent sidewall blowout. Log on to lucasoil.com for more info and pick up Lucas Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine at major auto parts stores today. The Extreme Contact Sport is Continental Tire's newest ultra-high-performance tire. Tested to the limits by championship-winning race car drivers, the Extreme Contact Sport satisfies the most demanding driver. This dynamic street tire was built for car enthusiasts and engineered for extreme grip in dry and wet conditions. Whether it's a Sunday drive on the open road or you need to get to and from work, this tire is for what you do. For more information, visit ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, proud partner with the Freaks. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. The Boca Raton Cougars, the Las Vegas Hookers, and the Arizona Pricks? Got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the Lexington Studs or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, made with the highest quality 100% cotton available and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at AwesomeSportsLogos.com. That's AwesomeSportsLogos.com and get awesome. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. Well, the years start coming and they don't stop coming. Fed to the rules and I hit the ground running. Eric Jones, NASCAR Cup star, part of Joe Gibbs Racing. He was part of this West Coast media swing where he and several other drivers are promoting Fontana, Las Vegas, ISM Raceway. We're talking about the old Phoenix Raceway. We caught up with him earlier, and the news last week was, of course, Kyle Busch banging on all these young dudes, getting the props from NASCAR to promote the new NASCAR. So, you know, Eric Jones... You're out promoting NASCAR as this younger guy while you have all these angry old dudes that, okay, they're all of about 30 years old, bitching and moaning that you guys shouldn't be out there promoting NASCAR. It should be all these guys that have won races and had championships. Jeez. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I think so. It's, uh, it's pretty nice out here, though. I'm, uh, I'm enjoying the weather. We're heading out here in a couple hours, but I guess we got, uh, we got three hours to enjoy the 70, 70 and sunny. I'm having fun with you, Jones. Kyle Busch, of course, banging on NASCAR, promoting the young dudes. And did you check with Kyle Busch first before you went out there and did a promotion for Joe Gibbs Racing? <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, 
I haven't I haven't talked to Kyle, but uh, Kyle's a good friend of mine, and I I understand where he's where he's coming from. You know, I, I can see his point of view as well. But I think you know for NASCAR, it's really important right now to to promote promote the young guys. I mean, we uh, we're trying to build fan bases, and, and Kyle has a solid fan base that um, is is ever growing. There's more fans of his every day, and, and we're just getting started out. So it's it's nice to to have NASCAR support to you know give us these opportunities to come out and, and, and really try to build up a fan base. So it's, um, it's a, it's a tricky subject, but, uh, you know, I think you have to just kind of balance it out. Yeah. It's tough when the dude used to, you know, sign your paychecks to, to get down on him. Right. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, like I said, Kyle, Kyle's done a lot for me over my career and, and I, and I consider him a good friend and, um, you know, I like I said, I understand where he's coming from, but uh, you know, it's it's just it's a it's a fine line. You know, we we want the promotion and need the promotion as young guys, and uh, it's important to us. But also, the series needs you guys more than people want to admit, because a lot of NASCAR fans, the demographic has been trending older over the last ten years. They need you guys to bring in younger eyeballs desperately. Well, yeah, exactly. That's what we're trying to do, and I think we've, you know, we've we've been doing a good job of trying to work down that path. And I think even, you know, personally on my side, I'm I'm going to do some things this year that I think are pretty neat that um, are hopefully going to bring in a younger and newer fan base, guys, guys and girls that really have never even, you know, been interested in NASCAR before. So I think it's it's up to NASCAR, but it's also up to the drivers to kind of take it on their own shoulders and, and figure out, you know, how to promote themselves and promote it to a younger fan base so it's not an easy task and it's not an easy thing to do because you want you know you want it to be natural and you want it to be um you, you don't want to feel like you're pushing it on anybody so um we've all been just trying to figure that out and i think um you know i think we've been getting a little bit closer every day eric jones you're how old i'm 21 you are 21 and you oh whoa there are guys, there are athletes in their mid-30s and 40s that don't understand that they have to promote themselves. How in the Who got in your ear early to let you know that, yeah, sure, the series is going to do so much for you, but it's really up to you yourself to build who you want to be? <laughs> well, you, you know, I think you see the, the landscape of the sport, and I think you hear it from, you hear it from the team and, and you hear it from sponsors, and I think just kind of watching and, you know, as an onlooker, you see that, you know, it's really up to the, the guy or girl themselves to, to put themselves out there and make themselves available uh, to these fans that want to be interested in a new person. So, I don't know, I guess uh, I guess I got lucky. I was raised well, good, good parents. Well, yes, and according to Rutledge Wood, part of your good parenting or your good parents' parenting is Bachman Turner Overdrive, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's uh, that's one of my uh, my favorite bands of all time. I honestly love yeah. the name more than anything. But um, yeah, I've always been a big classic rock fan. Always was, you know. I guess really from the time I was a young young kid, um, I was with uh, hanging out with my dad, and he'd be playing some classic rock, and always trying to quiz me on who exactly it was on the radio at that t- that point in time. So I've got seems like about every song memorized by now, but. Um, I don't know. I think it's cool. It's something that uh, something that I really enjoy. His fan base is going to go throughout the entire world. You've got the young eyeballs, and now because of your classic rock love, you got the older eyeballs. Hey, Eric Jones, NASCAR, NASCAR pilot, Bachman Turner Overdrive, uh, uh, freak and fan. Yeah. You realize uh, Randy Bachman's got a waist that's about 45, 50 <laughs> inches, man. Maybe you could get that dude to freaking 
you know, put in a, a, a veggie Bubba, Bubba burger every now and then and put down the damn <laughs> rotwurst. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I, I'm probably your parents' age, and I understand why you're a BTO fan. It's a great band, great live band, but damn, Randy Bachman is just a – if he's still alive, he's a big-ass dude, bro, Ham. Tell, tell him to, to tell us to quit grazing around the buffet, the golden buffet, and pick up a veggie Bubba burger. <laughs> He's, he, he's, just, he's just living his best life, man. There you go. There you go. Can you imagine him, though, at an Eric Jones tailgate? Come on. Now, that would be fun. Damn. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. He'd come out, hang out, and have a good time. <laughs> oh. Let's do it. Daytona or, no, ISM Raceway. Man, I just, just to make sure the guy's still alive. Yeah, he's 74 freaking years old, man. Okay. It's, it's, <laughs> he's kicking it, man. He's probably still out there laying it down. Eric Jones, you're a pretty young guy, but you obviously understand the importance of the West Coast in NASCAR. We've got Fontana, Las Vegas, and Phoenix ISM Raceway. They're changing the configuration at Phoenix, moving the start-finish line somewhere around the turn two. You're pretty young, but how's that going to work out? Well, it's going to be a little wild, that's for sure. I don't know exactly uh, exactly what's going to happen, but I know for sure that the restarts are going to be wild. You're going to have a lot of guys that are still going to be in the exit of the turn when they're taking the green flag. So it'll be interesting. You're going to see a lot of people diving right down to the dog leg right after the green flag, which will be um, – I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting. I don't, I don't really know exactly what's going to happen until we get out there. But it's just neat, really, to see the track, not even ISM, but all the tracks taking some initiative to take the competition side of things into their own hands. You know, I think uh, NASCAR has done what they can with the cars to make them better and racy. Uh, now the tracks are kind of taking it into their own hands to improve it as well. Eric Jones, you're pretty young, but I know you understand the importance of Phoenix in the overall picture of motorsports in America. We even have Manzanita Raceway where even Ricky Stenhouse said that that's where he was sent to try out for his cup ride. A lot of guys have gone out there. Champions have been determined all over the Phoenix area. The Unzer family is there. This is a pretty important place, isn't it? It's pretty impressive if you think back to the you know, the list of winners there and the list of champions that have come out of there, you really don't initially think of it as, you know, the heart of racing country, but the things that have happened there and the races, the important races that have happened there uh, are really special. And like you said, not only for NASCAR, but really a lot of facets of, of racing. So it's always something special. And I think it's something you always think about as a driver when you go to the, those certain tracks, when you, they have a lot of history and you think about that, and it's uh, you know it's just extra special when you can win there. And and um, Phoenix has always been one of my favorites, uh, not only for the history, but you know just the track itself is a blast to race on. So uh, just look forward to getting there every time I go back. So yeah, I, I definitely have studied the sport some and, and looked back on it and uh, seen what all has happened there. Eric Jones, joining the freaks. Of course, it's the Ticket Guardian Five Hundred. They're at ISM Raceway coming up March 9th, 10th, and 11th. Big cup race on the 11th, the Ticket Guardian 500. Now, do you think your walk-up song or walk-out song or your, what are the intro song? They call intro? Your, your intro song at Phoenix sh- should be maybe ELO, Don't Bring Me Down, or something. Leonard Skinner. Maybe, maybe a little bit of Skinner. What will, what's it going to be? I don't know. I like ELO. I don't know if um, they got a good real pump-up song, though. I like, you know, Leonard Skinner. That was my first concert I ever went to. With your dad, 
Yeah, I was. Yeah, we went oh, and saw Leonard Skinner. I was sweet. like, uh, I think I was ten or eleven. Well, oh, you had yes, you have good parents. Listen here, awesome. Skippy. You're talking to a dude who was fifteen that saw the original Leonard Skinner. You bastard. Oh, stop it. Really? <laughs> yeah, damn it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Your dad was you know, probably twelve it. then. What? Yeah, he, I'm sure he. I'm sure he saw the original Leonard Skinner. Yeah, probably. Badass man, you and your you you you, uh, you and me and your old man need to get together and just swap like Jack Daniels tours. Not you, but just your dad, man. He's twenty one. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> hey, can you sing me some ELO? Like, do you do you want my love? <laughs> Come on, Jones. <laughs> Come on. Do you do you want my love? Well, I... You need it. Do you what? Oh, let him go. Keep going, dude. Go go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm in. I'm in a group of people right here. They're already staring at me. <laughs> what you did was good. That was awesome. That a boy, man. Little falsetto there. I know. Badass. Well, okay, that's what we should do when NASCAR comes to Phoenix ISM Raceway. You two are going to do a singing contest. <laughs> We're going to. I'm in. Okay, we'll Damn. invite you over to our motorhome. We'll do karaoke. That's it. <laughs> I'm uh, in. Boom. It's over. All right. Uh, Eric Jones, man, thanks for doing this, buddy. I, I, I'm going to hold your ass to it, broham. We're going we're, we're gonna to get down with some uh, Jeff Lynn and some ELO, bro. <laughs> All right. I'm in. I'm in. You just let me know. All right. Cool. All right, Jones. Thanks, buddy. All right. Sounds good. Thanks. It's that, man. You know I'm going to hold that dude to it when it comes to karaoke and old-ass classic rock, whether it's ELO or Bach Turner Overdrive or, as he talked about, a little bit of Leonard Skinner. I'm going to need you there on bass, karaoke how many times can you say a nascar driver knows what bto or elo is and puts it in the right place at the right who knows at 21 years old this isn't a 45 year old driver it's 21 years old who knows that he knows that bto isn't something on a diner's menu (laughs) a sandwich from this from the kitchen. He had some pipes, too. A little falsetto, like you said, Kenny. Yeah. And I and I know he collected a check from Kyle Busch at one time, driving for Kyle Busch Motorsports. But even from my demented mind, Kyle Busch coming out and banging on NASCAR for promoting younger drivers, you know, getting, getting all butthurt that they're not promoting the champions and the older drivers. Look, Kyle Busch. We had Kyle Busch on the show before he could even drive in a cup, or excuse me, in a in a truck car, a NASCAR truck series. He no, he wasn't allowed to drive right. in the Winston Cup series because he wasn't eighteen. Ah, that, was that what? But it was? no, okay. he wasn't he, even allowed to drive in the truck series at Auto Club Speedway, Fontana, basically California. Because it was on the same weekend as the Winston Cup Series and Winston overriding, he wasn't old enough to smoke, so he wasn't old enough to be in that um, under that umbrella with a cigarette sponsor. Crazy. Pretty, pretty crazy times. When you think back on that whole reality, you wonder, where were we? <laughs> what were we thinking about? I know. I mean, that's pretty crazy considering the Me Too movement and everything now, Ooh. but things were even crazier then. Go through, again, it'll be June of this year. It'll be 18 years. How many generations have we been through with drivers? Kyle Busch was part of that young gun, right? And there was a young gun before that. Uh, because... We even had, in our fourth, excuse me, Crash, in our fourth show, we had Ricky Carmichael yeah. on. Yeah. And he not only became a star, became one of the biggest stars in 
Supercross and Motocross won enough, won enough championships to go into the Motorsports Hall of Fame. <laughs> and that was, we had him on before he had any titles to his name. Yeah, he walked out of the studio that night, and we all looked at each other like, who is this clown who says he's going to upset Jeremy McGrath? Right. Right. I remember that. We're sitting in a limousine with Jimmy Johnson, who who didn't even win the Bush championship right. that one year. Now, seven freaking titles later. Yeah, and it, he was a guy that, you know, we didn't see the promise in him coming out of the NASCAR Bush series at the time, but thank goodness Jeff Gordon did, and look what's happened since. But yeah, that was Jimmy Johnson, the off-road racer, trying to make it in NASCAR. What the? Okay. Just go through the litany of drivers who we've had in the Freak Nation. That's why it's like, Kyle Bush, really? It's just douchebaggery. And, I, again, I know Statman's He's offended. He's just a little envious. Offended. He's such a Kyle Bush fan. <laughs> I go back to Almondinger. You think Kurt Bush is the same? <laughs> again, you didn't hear that Almondinger interview in the two hours of tonight's Speed Freak show, but you've got to go to our Facebook page. You are welcome. You are going to enjoy that A.J. Almondinger interview and the Jordan Taylor interview. It's actually going to be an interesting 2019 Daytona 24-hour because that's when another tire company comes in and takes over from our friends at Continental Tire. We talked a little bit to Joao Barbosa and Christian Fittipaldi about that and really their take on the development of a tire over the last five years, which is Continental Tire, and now a new tire manufacturer comes in. That would just be strange to me given the fact that tires are so important not just to over it, but to sports car racing. The tire is the only thing that touches the ground. So forget <laughs> the power, forget the chassis setup, forget the the track itself, rain, snow, whatever. <laughs> the tires, the only thing that if the tires not right, you can't win. And we had drivers who came in after winning tonight. This twenty four hour after all the insanity. The talk about Continental Tires, not this and it's not that. And these drivers came in and said, look, if you do what they said to do with their tire, it works. We won. You think? And they didn't. They set a record, a track record, a race record. More than 800 laps they turned in 24 hours. 808 laps. And the record prior oh. to that was? 762. <laughs> They shattered the record. Yeah. It's Only insane. four yellow flags on the weekend. Oh, my God. They drove the taste out of those cars this weekend. Thank you, Cottonelle Tires, for making this thing possible. We've had a fantastic time. I'm looking forward to more Cottonelle Tires winners joining us here in the Freak Nation. For Crasher, everybody part of this, I'm Kenny Sargent. Statman, shoot the juice to the moose. And cut it loose. See it. Motorsports Radio, redefined.